What is up, everybody? ZMT Sports back, back-to-back weeks on a Wednesday. We're back in the groove. Milk done, milk done, milk money, cash money. We were not milk money, cash money last night, that's for sure. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. I'm not going to bring it up, but it's week number 15 in the NFL. 15. No more buys. Fantasy playoffs starting. And, and a lot of COVID. A lot of games to bet. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of COVID. A lot of COVID. Uh, a lot of COVID, which we will talk about, and um, some big news from the NFL also today about their new international market thing that they're doing. And the number which, one team is which I will touch on. I know we will. in the next segment, but I'm I'm ready to go and I'm ready to get this pod rolling. Can't wait to call out your friend George ready in the to next roll. segment too. Ready um, to roll. But yes, ready I'm to ready roll. Oh, he's too finer. He's too finer. Ready to roll. Got the fresh. Rufus are here. Rufus <laughs> are here. Love that man. All right, um, we will be RB. Yes. DMT local landscape slash favorite team slash COVID protocols. We are back, and um, back. Tom. Um, I think I've been taking the floor the last few weeks starting up. Um, I got expectations. Not really. You, on the other hand, I don't mean to bash you, but I want to hear what you have to say about your J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets and where you guys go from here and what the NFL wants to go and do from here. So I'll let you take the floor, buddy, and uh, go ahead. Ready to roll. Go ahead. I guess I'll start here and say that I went to on Sunday – so a couple Sundays back and this Sunday, I did the, I did a double thing. You know, I went to a Jet game in the, in the afternoon and I went Ooh. to a Ranger game at night. The last time I did that, the Jets got blown out by the Bills, but the Rangers beat the Devils in a shootout. It was a really exciting game and it was fun. This time I went to the Jet game. They get blown out by the Saints. They don't even score a touchdown. Then I go to the Ranger game. They don't even score a goal. So Very I went rare. about eight hours worth Very of sporting rare. events where I didn't see my teams score in their respective end zones or goals, which is actually pretty fucking impressive, especially since the other team I like, the Rangers, is one of the best teams in hockey. Yes. And now I've lost two in a row, and it's scaring me a little bit. But they have a game tonight, and they'll bounce back. Rangers don't have to worry about. But Jets, on the other hand, have a lot to worry about. So I don't really want to talk about the game much because there's really not much to say. It was one of – for about for about three and a half quarters, it was one of the boring sporting events I've ever – been at in my entire life both teams are fucking trash the so saints are just less trash and it's just as simple as that so bad what i'm gonna say to jet fans and jet nation again there's a really good article i forgot the the author from the ringer is we have serious trouble to figure <laughs> I, I know i i know not uh you scratch my cd ringer but like the, <laughs> art, the, the place is we have serious trouble with our rookie quarterback you scratched my CD. All right, yeah, go ahead. And, and you agree. No, we have serious, serious issues with Zach Wilson. Yes, we had a heated argument about it the other day. Yes, we did. Well, in the car last night, we talked about Zach Wilson more. The other heated argument was Jets-Patriots, which we can touch on after you talk about the Cowboys if you want to. Sure. You dabble in with it. I'll get but you angry again. Ser- Easy money. Serious. The serious problem with Zach Wilson is his completion percentage is dog shit. Dog meat. He's spiking throws. His footwork is a mess. And all of the problems we saw with him at BYU that could scare a team from taking him, honestly, didn't scare the New York Jets. And I, I still think at the exact moment, you have to take Zach Wilson too. 
you have to. There's no other quarterback you take it to in that moment. So I can't really hurt, hurt them there. But I'm getting nervous with this dude that this might need to be a – and he's got four games to prove me wrong, and he plays some tough defenses in those four games, the Bills and the Bucks and the Dolphins this week. He's got to prove to me that the Jets don't need to get rid of him after this year, after one year. And that's me speaking. And 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 there that, that article that I alluded to was just talking about just the simple things, how slow he is in the pocket, how he doesn't get the ball out fast, how much better the offense looked with guys like Joe Flacco, Josh Johnson, and Mike White. Rest in peace, Josh Johnson, great. by the way. Not rest yeah, in peace. Yeah, he's going to the, going to the Ravens. Going to the Ravens, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, shot on the practice <laughs> squad today. But all those things that, that, that Jeff fans just want to turn their shoulder to and they're saying he's a rookie and they're just using it as an excuse. It's, just put it this way, and, 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 and these are for the, for the Darnold haters that wanted him out of town. Darnold has had, ten to, had a 10 times better rookie year than Zach Wilson, and look what Darnold turned into. We're going to sit here and look at Zach Wilson's rookie year and say that he has a better track than Sam Darnold after his rookie year? You, you can't. You can't. Let me cut you off. Let me cut you off for one second, Todd. Let me cut you off because you're probably going to get into it in a, in a millisecond. But let me cut you yeah. off for just a second. So if you, I know what you, I know what you're referring to, and if you look at the list, like uh, what was it total? What was what was that stat sheet you said? Though? Was it total QBR? Like what? what it was what QBR was it? from rookie. From All right, rookie for total rookie quarterback. And I know there's people on this list. Brutal, like uh, yeah. like Leaf. Uh, like brutal people, like Jimmy Clausen, Jimmy yeah, Clausen, exactly. Quinn. Bad, yeah, guys like that. bad, yeah. yes, really bad. But you know who was also a couple of, of, of people down? Not even Troy Aikman. Fuck you, he sucks. He delivered to be on the list. <laughs> but a couple people under Zach Wilson for one of the worst rookie QBRs of all time. Josh Allen was on that list. I know, I know. And look where Josh Allen's at now. And I yes, know, yes, and yes, I yes. obviously Josh Allen still got a lot of issues. He does. Barry, he still has a lot of issues, but he was just in the AFC Championship game just last year. So, and that's a lot of the cops. Before you jump the gun a bit, man, Troy Aikman also won three Super Bowls. But before you no. jump jump the gun, man, do you really want to get rid of Wilson after You're one right. year? No, 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 no. Do you no, really no. want to get was, Wilson? You were right about me year? getting to a millisecond. Because I was going to talk about that, and then I was going to literally say, "So you okay, so I'm sorry say. for no, no, no. You're good, dude. This is a podcast. This is a two way street. I don't, I, I, you want to cut me I, off? You cut me off. It's fine. I'm not going to be mad. But this is your <laughs> this is this is your passion. I'm you um, <laughs> but that's what I was getting to because there are some good names on that list, and I'm not saying let's get rid of Zach Wilson. I know I tweet during games. This guy ain't it. He sucked. Like, but obviously, I want the dude to do good. But I, I, I guess my overall point to Jets Twitter is is we have, we have to worry. Like, the Bills were worried about Josh Allen going into their second year. That's why they didn't start him right away. They were worried about him. Uh, and then the second year, he struggled through half the season, and then he took off. So, yeah, I'm saying that there needs to be less trust in Zach Wilson turning it around, and we need to pivot to the coaching and the coaching staff and the GM and hope that they could put a team around Zach Wilson to improve him. Because here's my, my last point about the Jets, and we can move on, is – and I'm going to bring up Sam Darnold again as he returned from IR today and he's practicing. I will bet my life yes. that he starts another game for the Carolina Panthers this year just to shut everybody up that he was benched. He might, he might uh, start Sunday. Yeah, so let's just relax with that. But here's my here's my overall point, and the Panthers are two games out of a playoff spot, so they're still actually technically in in that, in that seventh round, mm-hmm. so we'll get to see some guts from Sammy Day. But I, 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 I digress a little bit. Here's my overall point. Sam Darnold showed us the promise his rookie season that we wish we had with Zach Wilson right now. 
Then the Jets deteriorated the team around him, got poor coaching around him, and made him the quarterback he is today. A erratic, inconsistent, turnover-prone quarterback Seeing that ghosts. he is. Yes. Ghost, ghost That's buster. what they turned Sam Darnold into. Right now, we have Zach Wilson, who is an inaccurate, terrible footwork, soft quarterback with talent around him on offense. He's got decent talent around him. Way better than Sam Darnold's rookie year. Sam Darnold's throwing the fucking Andre Roberts and, and throwing for 400 yards. And Chris Herndon, who's playing for the, on, the practice, on the practice squad for the Vikings right now, barely playing any snaps. And we need to hope that we do like what you said, what the Bills did, and hope that this coaching staff and this GM can put players around Zach Wilson to mask those flaws until he comes into himself and make this a competitive football team. Because if they don't, if they follow the same track as Sam Darnold, this will be the biggest bust in Jets quarterback history because we would have seen nothing good from Zach Wilson. There was a glimpse of good from Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold won seven games his second year in the league, okay, with Adam Gase as the quarterback. Yeah, it was a soft schedule, but okay, doesn't matter. You play who you play. We're seeing nothing from Zach Wilson, and that's just a fact. But are you not seeing some stuff from Zach Wilson? Not, dude, he went he went nineteen for forty two with two hundred and eight yards on Sunday. We're we're seeing nothing from. Okay, him. but let me. But let no, me, no. All right, but we're seeing glimpses every couple. I, days you see a couple. I know. Of I, obviously, and I agree, it's not enough. But you are seeing glimpses where he could be good against Tennessee. First half against the Eagles, he looked like a number two pick overall pick. But I understand yeah. what you're saying. It's only glimpses. It's only shades. You need to see more consistency out of him. hundred percent. You're totally right there, but you can see some glimpses where he could be really good. He needs to put it together, though. He needs to put it through a whole game. And he needs to put 100%. a whole game together. Yeah, so you like, said. He's not even putting yeah, multiple I, games together. He's just putting like he's putting halves, halves, or like quarters, a yes. drive, and it's yes. like, which is annoying. Which is so annoying. Why can't you do it every every but, drive? I know. But I know here's the saying. thing. Here's yeah. But here's the thing too. He he has it turned since he's come back from injury. He's he's only turned the ball turned the ball over once in three games. I'm not I, which twice, is really good for him, but w- it's very good because his first four games, he fucking turned the ball over nine times. I mean, so his, four, his over under interceptions on FanDuel is fucking one and a half. It's a one and a half. Yeah, not a half. Yeah it's, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. And he's not turning the ball over as much anymore, which is a sign of positivity. But that's really all I have to say about the Jets. Today. Like, Jeff fans, stop just like, like getting behind this dude and, 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 and sucking him off and, and finding excuses for him. Just admit that. He's struggling right now. He's not very good, and we need to see more from him. Or there's going to be serious questions going into next season. And I, and Jeff fans, you you cannot forget this. Going into 2019, the media had the Jets in the playoffs. Okay, Colin Coward, who yes is an idiot most of the time, had them in the AC Championship game. There was serious hype around that Jets team because of what Sam Darnold did at the end of his rookie year, that 400 yard game against green Bay against Aaron Rodgers, the, the 350 yard game against the Texans, the, the win against the bills when he came back after he sprained his ankle, came back with that running around the freaking circle and threw that touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson. There was serious hype. We signed Le'Veon Bell. We signed CJ Mosley, big name guys wanted to come to New York because of the young quarterback and the young talent, Jamal Adams, Robbie Anderson that we had there. And our coach ruined it. McCagman ruined it. The GM. There is not going to be that this offseason with Zach Wilson because he's going to be showing, unless he goes off for the last four games, unless he shows something. And, Mike, before you start talking about the Cowboys, I will say one more thing. The last rookie quarterback we had, and I'm not trying to turn this into a Sam Darnold versus Zach Wilson thing, even though it kind of sounds like that. The last rookie quarterback we had, his last four games, was the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL. Now, you show me that, Zach Wilson, 
I will be just as excited going into 2022 as I was going into 2019. But as of right now, I'm scared. I'm worried. And the Jets might even go to London. I don't even know. Mike? London. Mike? <laughs> Mike? They're so save bad. Me with, save they're me with some winning. They're save so, me with some winning. They're so bad. They're shipping them out of the fucking country. No, save kidding. me with some winning football. Is it winning football? It is fucking get by football. I mean, let me talk to you. Let me tell you about that, Tom. But first, like you say, before you get get into the Jets before and I got into Cowboy, blah, 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 blah. I do want to ask you about the whole London situation. How do you really feel about that? What if the Jets are full-time London? So here's what scared me a little bit. And why why are they going to be full-time London? Because they can't even fucking sign a lease on time. But but (laughs) No, 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 no. no. So... It's been a common, I don't know if you realize this, but it's been a common occurrence the last couple of years that MetLife isn't, and it's not the Giants feel that way too, but but if one of the teams left, they can make updates to the stadium to make it feel more like a home game for both teams. Yeah. And the Giants have a bigger, longer, historic history, right, in New Jersey, where their home Jersey. games, even when they suck, feel like home games. When the Jets are bad, because most of the fans are out in Long Island and Queens and in New York, they're not driving. They're not paying the toll to come over. They're not coming to these games. And these road teams dominate. They dominate the stadium. It doesn't feel like a home game. And it's been like that for the last two years with this shitty – the two and a half years with, with having shitty games at, at, and them being shit at home. So the Jets most recently, there's been talks that they're not going to renew their lease with MetLife. They're going to hand over their side of the lease. They're going to fully give it to the Giants. Giants are going to get a rebate or whatever, whatever, and then they're going to make the upgrades to the stadium and make it Giants Stadium again, like it was before. The Jets, there's talks about the Jets going back to New York or finding another location in North Jersey where they could build their own stadium okay. and make it the home of the Jets, right? Here's where the whole London thing comes in. The Jets owner, Woody Johnson, was a UK ambassador under Trump for four years. And that's when his younger brother, Christopher Johnson, single-handedly ruined the Jets for four years, took over for him. Woody's back. And now the NFL is doing this whole marketing initiative where they're giving certain regions, they're giving to certain teams, to bid, the certain teams are bidding on the regions. And it becomes their home market. So they're looking to expand games into all of these cities around the world. And those teams in those markets will be the teams that play there. It'll be their home market. They'll get Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts. They'll have ambassadors there. They'll do events. It's like a whole marketing scheme to grow the globe, make it a global game, the NFL. Yes. The Jets are one of the four teams in London. It's got to be Jacksonville. The Jets, one, right? the Jacksonville, and, and, and I think the Falcons, like teams that have played there recently. Love the Jacksonville Jets, and London. They love yeah, them over there. Yeah. yeah. So now the Jets will play every once at least once every eight years in london you know because the nfl still hasn't expanded those other cities they're going to want other teams in london but one every eight years they'll play in london they're one of london's teams now marketing wise and you know people in london will see only those four teams (laughs) and the jets aren't planning to renew their lease their owner was the ambassador there loves england loves london and now they're one of the the marketed teams if the money's there why not? Woody Johnson will follow the money. Oh, yeah. 100%. He'll take the Jets out of New York. So that's just like the, oh, my God, we might go, we might actually go to London because, you know, we're not going to Rio de Janeiro in Brazil like the Dolphins, and we're not going to Munich, Germany like the Cowboys or the Patriots. So, like, there's legit – like the London I'm just Jets. Like, uh, uh, either or, if they leave MetLife, it'll suck for me personally because either it's going to cost me more money to go to games, it's going to be longer to go to games, or I'm oh, not yeah. going to be able to go to games at all. They're going to be the London Jets, and I don't even know if I'm going to fucking like them anymore. 
But yeah, that's nah, that. Baby, that's nah. that. But the Cowboys, yeah. the Cowboys are uh, Germany. I don't know if it's uh, Berlin or the German Cowboys. That's like that's their their marketing that they bid and got. So obviously they're going to put their bigger franchises in cities that already don't like the NFL. So. Speaking, very interesting, very interesting. Topic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but speaking of regions, speaking of stadiums, speaking of locations. FedEx field sucks. Let me just start oh, off with yeah. that before I oh, get yeah. into the Cowboys. So I woke up on Sunday morning, uh, a lot of conversation on Saturday night with my, my fellow friend, our fellow friend, Justin Roosh, other big Cowboys fan. Everyone is aware of. Um, and uh, he told me, you know, he was like, let's go to, let's go to FedEx field on Sunday. Let's go watch this game. One of the biggest games of the year. Um Let's go. Let's get out. Let's let's do a spontaneous experience. That's what he wanted to do. And uh, you know what? I said, fuck it. And I said, let's go. We fucking woke up 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. We drove all the way to fucking land over Maryland. Um, and God, did we get to experience this awful, awful field that is FedEx field. Not a fan. Now you live and you learn. I'm never gonna go there again. Never. Unless there's another big playoff game or if there's a big cowboy game that'll be involved and you know i really don't want to miss it yeah i'll go back there but i would never go back there just for the sake of having fun because oh my god terrible I've been, oh i've been there terrible not fun not fun um took us like an hour to get to security and we must like have the first quarter because they're just so incompetent over there but that is not the point um <laughs> so so you, yeah. we got in there with 17 nothing already <laughs> We got in there when, by the time we sat there in our seats, it was still 0 0. I think Dak threw the first pick and then, uh, oh, okay. and then Taylor Heineke threw his pick and then we were in our seats, still 0 0. So, um, we got there in time to see Amari Cooper for a touchdown score. We should have bet it. Fucking knew it was going to happen. Should have bet it. Um, but yeah, besides the point, um, Mike Dodd, three Cowboys takeaway. It literally didn't change. Nothing, nothing, nothing changed for the, for the three Cowboy points that I had last week, according to this week. And this week, the first point about this offense being incompetent, Dak's play being very inconsistent and concerning, Callum Moore's play calling being inconsistent and concerning, I think it just leveled up an inch of more concerning. I think that's that's what happened with this Cowboys offense this weekend because um, there was very there were shades where they looked like their old offense. They looked good. Um, the first first few drives, obviously, I mean, Dak threw a pick on uh, on the first drive. Um, but from there, you know, they drove down the field. They scored. They took a demanding lead very big thanks to this defense. The reason why they took a demanding lead, but there were shades in the first half where this offense looked okay, where they looked kind of okay again. Um, and then the second half, my God, was it a scare. It was, it was terrifying. You know, I'm sitting there with, with Justin and I'm like, like are they going to blow this? Are they really going to blow? We just drove three fucking hours to watch the Cowboys blow a 24, nothing lead to Washington. Like, I got, are we, are we fucking kidding me? Um, and, and it goes all back to, to uh, you know, you got to got to make Dak account- accountable here. I, I don't know what is going on. I try my best to defend him uh, against Vegas on Thanksgiving. My dad, my dad's my dad's a fan of Dak, but he's also, you know, he's one of the old boomers where he grew up with Aikman, where he grew up with Stallback. So he's like he's used to just quarterback play and winning. And um, and when Dak was making this mistakes on Thanksgiving, he was ripping Dak. He goes, "This guy fucking sucks." And, and I would defend Dak like he's my son or something like that. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, Dak doesn't suck. He doesn't have time in the pocket. His receivers need to catch the ball for him, and that is the case in some scenarios. But the last three weeks, four weeks, man, I, I do not know 
how to feel about Dak and his play right now. He doesn't look confident. You can tell that his calf is still bothering him. He is he is being very conservative in his play and his choices, and and that is not Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is is when he's the best, he is gritty. He knows his decisions right away. Um, he And if he's got lanes, he's going to take it. Doesn't do that no more, especially the last four weeks. I don't know if he's afraid to get hurt again. Um, I, I don't I don't know what it is, but there are so many opportunities where, where Dak Prescott could have took his lanes, where he could have took his first options, and he was afraid to take them. And that's not Dak Prescott. That is not MVP-level Dak Prescott. That was one weeks one through eight. Um, so... Um, I got to hold him accountable. If he doesn't get any better, if this offense doesn't get any better over um, over this really easy span of games that we have, for an exception of, of Arizona, um, a lot of concerns going into this playoffs. I, I don't think they make it out of the first round if this offense can't keep up. But heading to the second point, I can feel confidence in this team because we've had we've seen defenses carry fucking teams before, and uh, and my god, this Cowboys defense is carrying the fuck out of this out of this team right now. Mika um, Parsons, Mika, um, Mika Parsons, <laughs> man, like I said last week, defense player, he, of, the year. Defense player of the year to consideration. And if you don't think so, hater, You're an idiot. idiot um because he is absolutely the game changer and you know being full strength that defense again is also very helpful i mean look at all the guys that came back on the defensive line of things and, and they they looked incredible gallimore had a big sack basically took an offensive i mean don't wish uh hurt on anybody but he basically injured an offensive lineman on the Redskins on washington <laughs> and, and got a sack basically ran him over and ran over heineke he heard two players on that play but he looked like a, a man possessed randy gregory got a pick to start off the game against heineke um demarcus lawrence had a sack in the game so it looked like the pieces that we didn't have it makes us even more scary it makes the cowboys even more scary um so it's great to have them back donovan wilson is going to be back i think this upcoming week our, our starting safety so that's another piece on the defense coming back to make them even better um trayvon Diggs held Terry McLaurin to nothing. It was impressive before Terry McLaurin got hurt. Hope he gets better. He has a concussion right now. Obviously, I wish him health, but uh, before his injury, Trayvon Diggs had him locked. Like I, it, it, it was very impressive. So, um, yeah, this, this the Taylor Heineke, Tony Romo, never fucking compared him to Tony Romo again. But the Tony Romo, I, I know, I know there's shades, I know there's shades. But the Taylor, the Taylor Heineke slash Tony Romo vision offense that was beating teams like the Bucks and and etc. just was not there because this Cowboys defense really held it down. Um, so that's another thing. So I have very low confidence in the team because of how the offenses play. They need to finish games. They need to help the defense out. But at the same time, if this defense can can hold their own like they've been doing the last five weeks and keeping this team in games, I mean, anything is possible. Defense wins championships. It's the most basic motto of the game. And the Cowboys defense for once in my fucking life is holding the team accountable and, and keeping them in games. And um, yeah, third point, like I said, we'll, we'll get into it when we make our picks and stuff like that. Um, I know last week I said the division is locked, and it is. I'm going to hold my word that the division locked. is locked. But if the Cowboys win this weekend, as they fucking should, because they're facing Mike Lennon, um, they uh, a Cowboys win and a, and a Washington loss, they lock up the NFC East and they lock up a playoff spot. So got to win this weekend. They obviously should. This is a game that you need to get right once again, this offense especially, because you're playing a Giants team that – um, like we're going to get to the giants anyway, probably not who cares. Um, but, uh, you're nah, playing I'd a giant, you're, you're, you're playing You're playing a giants team that is basically they're throwing it down. Like what else do they have to play for? They're playing for that. They're playing for a better draft pick at this point. And, and you know, it, Yeah. I mean, and, and that's it. That's all I got to say. So unless you have anything to say about the Cowboys and anything else, go ahead. I think everything you said, you pretty much nailed it. I think Dak will bounce back. Every good quarterback goes through lulls. I hope so. 
like even Brady this year had like three or four, three, what, three straight games where he's showing like two or three picks a game. Like every quarterback, yeah. they all, they all, go you know what race. concerned me? You know what concerned me? What's that? On a ride home, Justin looked at me and he goes, you know what, man? What if Dak Prescott plays like this the rest of his career? And I'm like, why the fuck would you say that? Why would you <laughs> why would you say that to scare me? That's one thing. And then the second thing, I mean, obviously following all the insiders and cowboys media that I do on Twitter and et cetera, like that, they literally said, I know it was sarcasm, but it's crazy to think about it. They go, Yeah, I hope the cowboys bounce back after their two straight wins. Yeah. <laughs> like, like how concerning is that? You're a nine. <laughs> I'm concerned about a nine and four football team. That's got a you know playoff why, spot. You know, why you're, you know why you're concerned? Yes. The expectations, of, the Cowboys. No, yes, no, 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 no. Not even, not even that. You're concerned because of how fucking amazing elite they look through the first eight weeks. They look like the car, a Cardinals team. They look like the Packers, the oiled machine that wasn't struggling at all. It just kept going no matter what hit them, no matter what they were, no matter who they were playing, they were going full fucking go. And now they've hit some, they, they lost like a Raiders team that's inconsistent. And it, yeah. and it's like, oh, and then Dak doesn't look like Dak of the first eight weeks. So that's no. just, it's, it's, it's normal things. Listen, I'm not trying to bring up the Jets comparing them to the Cowboys, but again, there's been a lot of scenarios like that you've been in that I've kind of experienced, not with any specific players, but with the team. The Jets started nine and two in 2010 and lost 45 to three to the Patriots, then lost 10 to six to the Dolphins, then won a game, then lost to the Bears 38-35, finished the year 11 and five, Hot. and went to the AFC championship game. And, and and rightfully went to the AFC championship game. Shut down Peyton Manning, shut down Tom Brady and Foxborough won there, and then lost to Ben Roethlisberger and Pittsburgh by five points when they were down 24, nothing and a half. So just because they're going through a mid season lull, it's right. You're right to be worried a little bit, but trust me, the team, you saw more elite weeks than bad weeks. So so the minute, the minute they turn around and have that one elite week, it's like, okay, that team from one through eight was for real. If they keep struggling, then yeah, then you rightfully have a, a reason to be upset. But there's four more games, so now is when you want them to start trickling and getting hot. Let them have their b- bad games, week 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, right? Because then fucking 15, 16, 17, 18, first round, we'll get it rolling. That, that's just what I would look at it as. You're right. You're just a positive person. I mean, I, Opti- I'm not. I'm surprisingly optimistic when it's not the Jets. <laughs> Um, just one thing about the Giants before we go on to our picture. Uh, they're gonna win this. <laughs> Whatever, excuse me. Excuse me. Is I heard that our friend George, our friend George, of the pod, George, uh, George, says that he'd still rather be a Giant fan in the future uh, than a Jets fan. And go, as the baby. weeks as the weeks go on, I'm still baffled at that statement. And here's my here's my here's my reasoning, George. And this is specifically for you: is when the Giants. <laughs> keep their head coach this off season and their GM retires, AKA being fired and they bring in their own GM and just to save cap and get in his own guys. They cut guys like Logan Ryan and James Bradbury and Adoree Jackson and Blake Martinez and try to trade some guys and just go into a full rebuild. My Jets team will be adding. My Jets team will possibly have a young quarterback that who the fuck knows what he could be because he's still a rookie, right? Even though I don't like him. You guys will be either keeping a Daniel Jones or trading all your draft capital for a 35-year-old quarterback with a depleted team around him. Uh, you have a wide receiver that's getting paid probably the third or fourth most in the NFL, doesn't even get targets. 
Uh, Doesn't even have you a touchdown. Have a rookie, you have a rookie wide receiver who I really like at Kadarius Tooney, but can't stay on the field. Uh, Sterling Shepard can't stay on the field. You drafted a running back number two overall that is probably the biggest bust in the NFL the last five years, but because it's the Giants, nobody wants to talk about it. And except their fans, rightfully so, like Kyle Moore admits it. Um, and yeah, as a Jeff fan, me, I have just as many, if not more, first round picks in the next coming years and, and more in the top 45. Uh, my GM has hit on guys like Bryce Hall in the fifth round, like Michael Carter, both of them in the third round, uh, Elijah Moore in the second round, probably better than Tony this year. Not talent-wise, you could say Tony's better, but Moore has been better stat-wise uh, than Tony, and we picked him later than you guys. Um, we've moved on from our so-called bad quarterback uh, in Sam Darnold. So I'll just say this, and we have a coaching staff that's in place and will be in place next year, and it's probably honestly better than your coaching staff than you have right now uh so yeah i'm 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 just finding it hard to believe that going into next year other than the history of the franchises if you want to use that as your overall argument i can't argue because obviously the giants have been a better organization than the jets overall not in the last five to ten years that could be actually argued but overall if you're just going to base it on the history of the franchises sure you could be more confident that your historic franchise um that is whatever will put it together faster than the Jets, the little brother, then of course. But if you're just going off talent on the roster, coaching GM, there's no way in this life. If Mike was a neutral fan right now and had to choose, Mike, you only have a choice between the Jets and the Giants based on 2021. Who do you want to be a fan of in 2022? And you would choose the Jets. <laughs> Ten. One corner we got six point three lengthy Tallioni. In the other corner we have six point three two hundred fifty pounds. Enjoy. You guys should just box it out. I think that's all. Yeah, we should have a we should have a, a ZMT around the body a little bit. <laughs> but it's it's true though. You would choose the Jets. I mean, you both suck. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm talking about. The no, I'm bright, I, the no, you're, no, you're, right for you're, one you're team saying it's not because I'm trying to be biased, and I'm not. It's not because I hate the Giants because I, you know, everything like that. Because I hate the Jets too. Because the Cowboys can't beat them. Um, but yes, <laughs> over yes, I for a better future wise, yes, I would pick the Jets right now because yeah. of some key pieces compared to what the Giants have. And I'm trying yeah. to be on unbiased as possible, George. I'm really trying to be unbiased as possible. <laughs> If I wasn't a Cowboys fan, if you could strip it for me, if I could be a fucking Jacks fan, yeah, I would still pick the Jets. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. so let's get into game picks. Yeah, sure. Let's just start with the shit teams first. Jet, well, actually, we killed one, two birds and one stone with the Giant game, but for the Jets. Yeah. I three shit teams, three shit teams. Ten points. I don't know. It's probably too late. I don't what, know. The Dolphins? Dolphins? The Dolphins, Dolphins just play such. The Dolphins just play such a boring game that I feel like their games are always close, but sometimes they pull away at the end. I think cover the spreads, spreads. I think the spread's perfect. I think it could. I think it might be perfect too. But I'm going to say the Jets cover by like a point or two. I'll go 28-20 Dolphins. I am going to take the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins cover 35-17. Give me the Dolphins cover 35-17. Nice. Two nice. birds, one stone. Giants, Cowboys, shit life stadium. Um. You yeah, want me to go first since it's your game? It's your team? Sure, go ahead. Take it. Cowboys, 31. Giants, 10. Oh, you're looking for a blowout. And honestly, mm-hmm. 
So am I. I got to just, I, I got to do it. I mean, Mike Glenn's a quarterback, right? I mean, even the Cowboys usually suck about, it gets back up quarterback sometimes. Like Colt McCoy, if I could, would come in and beat us. We were lucky that Colt McCoy's not on the Giants. We'd probably lose this game. Yeah. Um, but I don't trust Mike Glennon. And like I said, I trust his defense full force right now. And I just don't think the Giants have anything to play for. They just want, they want, um, want top draft picks. Yeah, they want top draft picks. I think that's at, at, at this point right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to say it first. Uh, Daniel Jones, I wish you health, man. Neck injury is very serious. I, I, I hope, uh, hope that ends up okay for him. I do okay. not, do not like season. Uh, I could be a career-ending injury for some people, so I'm hoping that doesn't happen to him. It was for Quincy um, the, uh, for the Jets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do not, do not wish that upon anybody. But yeah, uh, I'm going to take. I love your score. I love your score, Tom. I'll take the same thing. I'm going to take Cowboys 31-10. Very nice. We will take the same score. Um, and yeah, before we move on to ZMT bets, I just want to. Be a fucking republic. I'm not going to. I hate politics so much. It's not even a politics. Not even a political thing. It's, it's really not. It's Mike really not. coming in with the conspiracy but theory. But it's not a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. All I got to ask you, Tom, is last year, no vaccine. COVID was 10 times worse than what they say it is now. And for some reason, the NFL and this COVID situation looks dirty times worse and it is 30 times worse than it was last year hmm how's that so how is odell beckham catching a fucking touchdown pass on monday night and then less than five hours later he finds out that he has covid after dapping up the whole team and they're fine i i don't get it this shit is stupid it's over dragged there's a whole other narrative and i'm tired of it tired of it here we go tired of it i'll I'll play devil's advocate for you all right here we go but I'm pro-choice. Everybody needs to have a choice on what they want to do. I am, too. If you want the vaccine, you want the vaccine. If you don't want the vaccine, you don't want the vaccine. That's fine. Here's where I I lose you. It's not even about the vaccine anymore. Here's where I lose you a little bit. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm getting there with the the vaccine. Here's where I lose you a little bit. Last year, these players were on lockdown. They had to stay at hotels. They couldn't see their families. They couldn't go out to eat. They couldn't go to parties. They couldn't go on vacations on the bye week. They couldn't do anything. So they were tested every single day. And there were a lot of positive cases last year, remember, but then when they put in quarantine or the games were moved to Tuesday or Wednesday, remember all that when there was breakouts and some teams didn't have any. So they ruined their immune system. No, no, no. Okay, continue. No, no, continue. Yeah. So now this year, right, everybody, most of the players are vaccinated. And like the rest of the country, we can go to the movie theaters. We can go out to eat. We can go. They're, they're human too. They're not robots. They're doing the same things. But because they're tested more, they're tested on a daily basis. These positive tests are coming, and they're back. all false positives. There's more, pa- no, they're most, they're more positives, and they're they're asymptomatic because they're vaccinated, right? They're not showing the symptoms, but it's easy, it's it's spreading easier because they're doing more things. They're around more people. They're they're probably less cautious to it, less social distancing, things like that. So they're becoming and getting positive. That's why it's happening. It's not like it's going to shut down the season, even though all but these tests are happening. No, because it's, it's not even – you're right, Tom. I'm not saying you're wrong, but this is yeah. where it, it loses me. Okay, they're testing positive, but are they showing signs that they're sick? Are they fucking on their deathbed? Is it really that serious? Is they're trying to make it make it be? No, that's no, my that's not. that's my that, side. Because and you're right I bet you Odell Beckham. That. I bet you Odell Beckham went to the club the same night because he fucking <laughs> had a great the best game since 2016. And that's maybe where he got night. COVID. But here's where here's where the, the the touchy part comes. There might be players on that team that, like me and you both are, chose not to be vaccinated. That have a lung problem. That have a chest problem. That if they get the COVID, 
they will be on their deathbed or they will get very sick, but probably not because they're super healthy. But that's just a precaution as a big business and a thing because they can get sued, they can whatever that they have to take. So yes, it's very easy. And I'm not, you could be 100% right. I could be 100% wrong. It's very easy. To I don't just, think anybody's right. To, I just think it's stupid. That's my No, opinion. no, no, no. I, 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 I see where there could be like a conspiracy theory. It's or, not or, a conspiracy or, theory. Or some, People or get sick. String. It's not. It's not. I'm not even trying to make a conspiracy <laughs> theory. Think about it, Tom. If you fucking just shut off the fucking news for two seconds, COVID wouldn't even be a fucking thing. That's my fault. That's not conspiracy <laughs> no, no, no. theory. COVID, That's truth. COVID no. would be a thing. COVID be, th- they, would be. People would thing. think they had the flu. People would think they would have the flu. Well, yeah, but then the the scientists that we all should be listening to, and the doctors, no, not the not Fox yeah, News, the scientists which, that the scientists that get paid off by the fucking elite. No, 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 no. All right, no, no, no. Because you know there's scientists out by, there that don't think COVID's a serious thing, but you never hear thing, about them because they're probably fucking their heads probably chopped off fucking somewhere else. My I'm thing, you. my thing is, but Mikey D, God forbid, you felt like you had flu-like symptoms and you went to your doctor, right? I beat it. No, no, of course you would. I you're, you're stuck. But I'm healthy. Your, your doctor, really. would, your doctor would tell you, "Oh wow, there's a strain called COVID that's been around forever that you have." But because they, because it was something that hasn't been in our country, politics ruined it and made it in news coverage, and they've made political ploys out of it. And, and then they, they came up with the yes. Delta, and then the Omicron. they didn't come and up then, with they didn't then, come up with and then the helicopter, and then the fucking dude. It's just stupid. <laughs> they didn't They're, come up with Delta they taking, and Omicron. They are they taking frightened sorority fucking names and turning it into strands of COVID right at this point. It is bullshit. It is such <laughs> bullshit. No, I'm, it's, I'm, not. It's, I'm, not. it's not. I wish everybody. But... No, I wish I, before everyone thinks I'm a jerk off, especially George, because this is his podcast. I know he believes highly. <laughs> he believes highly in COVID, as he should, and I'm I'm totally fine with that. But I do wish health on everybody. I do not wish death on anybody. Unlike people who are vaccinated and they think about that about the unvaccinated. That's another thing I'll get into. I don't. don't think it's fucking different. I know you don't, but I'm saying there is a lot of fucking vaccinated people that think unvaccinated people should be fucking wiped off because yes. of their because of their personal choices. And that makes you a scumbag. Hopefully Kyle Lodge listens to this. I'll call him <laughs> out right now. I really don't care. Um but but yeah I just I just think it's just pushed out of, out of proportion. It's it's getting no, out, of of, out of hand. Of so. course, that's but, just my opinion. You, I, it's, no, 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 it's your yes, opinion. But, it, but I'm 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 trying to help you here. No, so because your opinions, no, 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 your opinions are great. Your opinions are great. You make no, a lot of sense. You but where you're going to lose people and where it's going to start arguments is when you say they're creating these variants. <laughs> they're actually real. It was it's it was fucking cooked up. You're going to fucking China, bro. You're going to talk to somebody who has like Bill a biomedical Gates. degree. You're going to be like, they created Abracon. They're going to be like, in 1967 in Africa, this existed and now it's here. <laughs> they're not creating it, but the Bill media Gates covers it. And Mark Zuckerberg created this shit in fucking Wuhan, we- China. <laughs> Can we go on? Yeah, on. On Epstein's Island, they created this. Can we? And that's another to- thing. <laughs> other people, people who listen CFP to our podcast, please. people who listen to our podcast, fucking pay attention to the Maxwell trial that they are not even fucking having coverage on because they're using everything else around you to distract you the fact that it's going on. And that's why I, maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist because there's fucking child trafficking rapists as elites that run our country and they and they don't even want to talk about it. So that's I'll just leave it at that. Yes. Can we go on the ZMT bets now? Byron, huh? <laughs> Can we go on to see it as the MT bet? Did I ruin the podcast, Tom? No, 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 no. I just don't want to get into this because I could go on. And not with you. I, I might agree have, with you. I might, we might have lost five of the eight followers that we have now. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's they fine. might cancel us on Spotify. I don't give a fuck. Trump 2024, baby. All right. Let's go, Brandon. So, <laughs> ZMT right, bets. ZMT bets. Come on, man. Bet. <laughs>
ZMT bets back after another winning week. Make money, cash money, keeping your picks against the spread and your prop bet for the week. Yeah, here we go. First, I am Travis Lake in financial field. Fly Eagles, fly. I fucking hate you guys. But Washington's got a COVID outbreak right now. They do not look good. A lot of injuries. The spread moved all the way from four and a half to seven, but I'm still going to take the Eagles here. I think they're a better shot at the playoff spot. Give me the Eagles. Minus seven against Washington. Second, I'm going to Miami. I'm sorry, Tom. I know you don't like when I fucking pick against the Jets, and I don't need it because they're going to come for this one week that I, I finally pick against them. But I have to. Two and eight against the spread in the last 10 games against the Dolphins. The Dolphins are pushing for this playoff spot. Give me the Dolphins minus 10 against the Jets. And lastly, I'm going to regret this. For the first time on this podcast, podcast all year, I am going to take the Cowboys to cover their game. I'm heading to MetLife Stadium. They're facing Mike Glennon. They can lock up the division truly now. And I am going to take the Cowboys minus 10 and a half against the Giants. Running it back. I got the Eagles minus 7 against Washington. Dolphins minus 10 against the Jets. And Cowboys minus 10 and a half against the Giants. And for my prop bet for the week, I'm going to stay with that Cowboys-Giants game. Zeke Elliott minus 150 every fucking week to score a touchdown. But he's been going through injury. He loves playing against the Giants. He loves playing against the NFC rivals. He's going to get his touchdown back. He's had plenty of rest. Give me Zeke Elliott to score anytime against the Giants. Go ahead, Tom. Ah, oh, I love those. As for me, my first pick, I'm headed to the dog pound. I'm headed to Cleveland. And I am taking the Las Vegas Raiders. Jackpot Vegas. Bouncing back after getting absolutely embarrassed in Arrowhead. Laying one point to the Browns. Rattled by COVID. Give me the Raiders laying one against the ground. My second pick, I'm going to Baltimore. Is it Hundley? Is it Josh Johnson? Is it Lamar? I don't care. Give me the bad mayor, Aaron Rodgers, and this disrespectful line for the NFC's best team. The Packers laying five. Give me them against the Ravens on the road. And my last pick, I know you love when I do this, so you can rank me and you can get on me. Give me the Colts on Saturday night against the Patriots, laying two and a half at home. This is the week where I all my marbles are in. Are the Patriots for real? They beat the Colts? Yes. If the Colts blow them out of the Patriots for real? No, they had a soft schedule. I don't know what the answer is, but I know the Colts, and I'm confident in the Colts. Give me them laying two and a half. Running it back. Raiders minus one on the road against the Browns. Packers laying five on the road against the Ravens. Colts laying two and a half at home against the Pats. And my prop for the week is help you enough money, cash money. Jalen Waddle, anytime touchdowns. Woo! Back, baby. You want to know why people I don't like when Mike takes the Jets? Because all Sunday, I get reminded how bad my team is because Mike actually pays attention to the Jets for one week because he bets them. I am, and he thinks that I'm going to get mad about how bad they are. I, um, I think I'm like 0 for 8 betting on the Jets against the Jets. <laughs> so it, it is so bad. I know you never. All day I'll get them. Fuck the Jets. This franchise sucks. Fuck it, Zach Wilson. I have, get a new put, coach. I have put the Jets to cover in fucking 10-point teasers, and they would not cover. It is disturbing. It is bad. The number one rule betting. Never Awful. bet four Awful. or against the Jets unless Awful. you're smart and better. I, I mean, you always bet against the Jets. If you hit, I'm going to take my fucking chances this week. I got I know it. My, I know my team, I got baby. Him. I know. But and Tom, this week, I think they cover by one or two points. Of course, of course, you think that this week, of course. But Tom, another positive week. Another positive week. I am going to add a dub for each of us because I had a double play time touchdown score, and you had Alvin Kamara to score. But you also said at the end there, even though we didn't tell people, you said for him that them to take the rushing yards, and that also hit. So I'm going to give us an extra plus because we need it. But uh, overall, eight and two week. Beautiful.
overall. I know, and and the fucking and the fucking Cardinals. It's 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 whatever, but it happens. We are kind of on a roll right now. That's technically six and two. The last two weeks, positive record. The last two weeks, Um, twelve and four. Milk money. That is is, a heater. That's money. That is money, and we're going to keep it rolling this week. Tom, you know how it goes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Sports underscore ZMT. And your sister's I ruined the order of that, but it's okay. It's fine. It happens. Week 15, we've been doing this too too damn long for you damn people. So, um, Tom, yeah, that's what it is. I will see you on the PS5 in about an hour. Um, Well, later for me, I'm going out to dinner, but. You are, are you going back to that fancy place? No, I'm going. Lips taking me out for my birthday. Oh, uh, what a gal. What a speaking of her. Oh, she's still here. We're, we're signing off right now. She asked you to live with her. <laughs> All right. All right, Tom. And they were roommates. All right, Tom. I will see you later. Later.